0: The prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com.
1: The Coaches Show is brought to you by Parks Auction Company. Let their team of experienced and professionally trained staff utilize the auction process to sell your property, Find out more at parksauction.com. This is Danny Brewer. I'm joined now by Smyrna Head Football Coach Matt Williams. Coach, you there? Yes, sir. How are you, Danny? I'm doing great this morning, Coach. Uh, The Dean of Rutherford County Football Coaches, does it ever get old, Coach?
0: Well, I mean, I don't ever think about it like that, but uh, no. I mean, it's an honor to be a head football coach in this county, and uh, it's not something I take lightly and I'm humbled by it and I've been blessed there for a little while now and um, you know there's a lot of really good coaches in this county so you know I just
1: uh, I'm just one of them Coach let's talk about county real quick uh, road win at Rockvale I know it wasn't a region game but anytime you can win against a team in the Rutherford County and do it on the road got to be special
0: yeah it is I mean you know Rockvale I want to you know uh, you know, hats off to them. They got a good football team, and uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, good hospitality. Their administration did a great job, um, you know, getting us everything we needed, and uh, couldn't have been nicer. And good people over there, and coach Gator does a great job. And you know, offensively, they're really, really hard to prepare for, and uh, they do a great job on offense. And it's one of the best uh, screen teams I've we faced in, in years that I can remember. So they do a great job in that. And, defensively, I thought They did a good job against us, too. So it's just, uh, you know, it was a good team, good good Friday night, or excuse me, good Thursday night, football. And I don't think either team probably either coach, you know, I think gonna say the same as I am. I don't think we played to our potential, but, uh, you know, you'll take a win and not, not ever complain about that.
1: Coach, I think finding a way, I want to talk about the play that really turned this game around i i called it an outhouse to penthouse play you're down three nothing they're moving the ball they had missed a, made one field goal but missed a field goal We're moving the ball had it deep in your own end zone or deep in your territory and then bam a pickoff that goes 99 yards for a touchdown how about that play and the kid the kids stepping up when they really needed to
0: yeah, I mean, Michael Robinson, that was a huge play because at that point, like you say, they had, you know, Rockville had a, had all the momentum of the game. And I sort of made a probably a silly call to go four on four down at midfield. Um, we didn't execute what we wanted to because we threw the lookie off of the run play we had called and should have just handed the football off. But, uh, you know, I take that when that was a bad decision on my part. We probably should have punted there. But uh, like you say, Rockville had all the momentum at that point. Michael Robinson steps up with a. I guess it was a I guess it was a ninety nine yard return or whatever they called it. It was right he was almost standing there right on the pylon when he caught it or near it and um, you know, took it all the way back for a touchdown. So that was obviously a, a huge point in the game where we got some momentum back and were able to go in the half, uh, seven to three when probably nobody in the building thought we were gonna do that.
1: Absolutely right, coach, because I mean I think statistically really statistically offensive for the game. They dominated as far as moving the ball up and down the field, but big plays when you need them. Very opportunistic. Three pick sixes. What kind of statement is that?
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, you had know, kids like my Robinson, like I already mentioned, and Thomas Jones. offset a big night. And you know, we did a lot of good things in the secondary. We also did a lot of bad things in the secondary. There's lot to fix there. But yeah, you know, the deal is, you know, you you, you have opportunity to make plays, and those kids made them. And you know, we could have just as easily picked the ball off, gotten tackled, and installed that on offense. But those kids found a way to the end zone, which made a big difference. And you know, uh, we we at times moved the ball really well on offense, but we, you know, we had our share of turnovers too. And people have talked to me about the statistics. You know, I think we had three turnovers as well, and uh, two of those were on fumbles when we had busted big plays at the quarterback position. But uh, you know, statistics sometimes are that's just all they are. They're statistics, and it comes down to kids making plays, and and uh, we were blessed few of our kids really did a good job of
1: that the other night. Proud of the toughness. I mean, you've said you've got a blue-collar team. Proud of the toughness that they displayed?
0: Yeah, I mean, because, you know, again, Rockville presents a lot of unique challenges. One is they're going to run a starting 11 out there on offense and a starting 11 on defense. And that's something our depth just doesn't allow us to do. So, you know, you got to give your hat, you know, tip your hat to kids like Thomas Jones and Michael Robinson to play both ways, Jaden Marrable. Uh, Dave Evan plays a lot of defense for us. And, uh, you know, you got kids like Aaron Carter who I don't think Aaron came off the field the other night and hold it at all. And he had a big defensive game and had a lot of big tackles for us. And, uh, obviously, I like, think 80-something yards in the run game and a touchdown or two. And uh, so he was huge. And um, so we got a lot of kids here. We call them Iron Man. They're playing both ways. And it's not something you necessarily want, but it's just, it's out of necessity. And uh, so, yeah, I think we're a tough, uh, a pretty tough football team, and we got a ways to go. And i uh, got to try to keep some guys healthy. But, I was just proud of him because there was a lot of answers in that game where we could have could have not had the fight we had and it could have went a different way. So I'm proud of him for that.
1: Carter was the next kid I wanted to touch on. Average four yards carry. Did have that that very nice I think 27 yard run for a touchdown. 14 tackles, 10 of them solo. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you think about Aaron Carter, you think because he's a fantastic running back. You don't think about defense. What about the, that kid's effort on defense?
0: Yeah, I mean, we've always known. He could do that last year. We got in a situation where we would have played him a lot more on defense, but um, he was really our only viable tailback because we had to dismiss his backup tailback last year off the football team. And, um, you know, we I knew it was, a, it was just as good on defense as he was on offense and trying to tell recruiters that. You know, Memphis was the only school that actually took me on my word uh, that he was as good on defense as he was on offense. And, you know, now that kid's starting to get more attention. You know, Wake Forest offered of him, I think, a week or two ago. And, uh, you know, Duke Football called me uh, yesterday. So, uh, you know, he's starting to get – people are starting to actually wake up and realize that, uh, you know, we sort of knew what we were talking about with this kid. And, uh, you know, kid's an animal. I mean, kid, hardly, like I said, hardly ever comes off the field. And, you know, he, when he's making a play, it's usually a big one. So he's just a special player, especially special young
1: man. He's not just a good running back, and he's not just a good linebacker. He's a good football player.
0: Yeah, he is. He's a real good football player. He's a good student. You know, Aaron, a lot of people don't know he's a 4.0 student. And uh, just a great character kid, too. So, you know, that's all that. You know, that 4.0, that character is going to mean a lot more down the line than what kind of football player he is. But he, he's a complete package, and he's a blessing to us and just been a blessing to Coach because he's been basically on our varsity. This is his fourth year on the varsity team. So, uh, you know, you, you you love coming to work when you see you – know get to coach kids like that that put a smile on your face. is just one of those kids.
1: Coach, I, I know that a bit of adversity you had to deal with was Landon Miller, the uh, shoulder injury do you have any update on him because i know he had to come out of the game you had the, the second string quarterback stepped in there and did a did a, a really good job of of managing things but any update on the injury on landon miller
0: uh not not anything definitive man we're sort of in wait and see pattern right now so we're hoping hoping it's something we can maybe brace and play and uh what does that say but i don't have anything definitive um you know i, I don't know what his status for this week and i don't want to speculate on that either uh you know we you know, you, you, we'll just have to wait and see. But, uh, you know, we've got kids who are capable who can come in and do a good job for us. And I talked to our team, you know, teams have got to compliment each other. And it's, it's you know, it's no different than any relationship. If you're in a marriage, you know, one, one, one person's probably about strengths and weaknesses, and so is the other one. And you've got to compliment each other on strength, strengths and weaknesses, and we've got to do that as a football team. So, um, you know, I think our kids will step up. And we've got, as far as a uh, family atmosphere with this football team, it's probably the – closest knit group i've had maybe you know, one of the closest i've ever had and uh i think they truly do care about each other and love each other and they'll pick each other up and they'll fight hard for each other so i'm not uh, concerned with that part you know we as coaches have got to do a good job of putting them in the best position to, to have success and we'll, we'll obviously we're up here meeting right now we'll do it today and we'll meet again tomorrow to make sure we got a good plan together but you know uh land a tough kid and i'm sure if there's any way he can come back, he'll come back sooner. The people Father will think he will. So, uh, you know, we're just, we're in a wait and see right now, and hopefully, we're, we're praying for the best there.
1: Coach, that gets down to that old term used a lot: complimentary football. Right? You just, you want you do what you yeah, got to yeah. do, and this could be a rallying cry uh, for the rest of the team. Maybe if he can't play this coming week,
0: it can be. And uh, I mean, really, at halftime, it was sort of rallying cry. And I thought and like you said, and did a good job. And, you know, you have things you don't think about, like, you know, Landon's also our punter. I thought Trace Petrelli came in and did a really good job for us punting the football because he had a lot of good puns It's a totally different style of punt, but he had some line drives that had some real real good bounces and rolls that put, uh, got us out of some backed up spots. And, you know, Trace has been a, a bell cow for us the last couple of years, you know, kicking the football. and uh, He's another kid who you'd say is just in what he does, and I'm proud of that too. Uh, Brett Williams, uh, my, you know, happens to be my nephew, but you know that kid has to come in and start long snapping all of a sudden because Trace is our long snapper. They had to move the punter. So you got a kid in Brack who comes in and under pressure in a game that's uh, you know a six a 6A varsity football game as a sophomore and does a good job snapping the football. So I was him as well.
1: When one door closes, and another one opens. This week you got you're back home at Smurty Red Mix Field. Uh, Hillsboro coming to town. How about that one, Coach?
0: Yeah, it's going to be. I've already seen some film of them. They're they're uh, really, as you would imagine, really athletic, really big. And uh, they'll have two of the best, uh, two of the best tailbacks we've seen in number nine and number six, and uh, skill guys. You know, they got some skill guys in number five, twelve, and and uh, three, and some. You know, they're really, really can uh, they catch it and do something with it in their hands. So we're going to have our hands full there. And on defense, they're a pressuring defense. You know, linebackers are like they're up there with toes at about three, three and a half, and they're downhill. So. We're going to have to have a good plan, and, and uh, you know, last year, you know, I think we uh, won that game, but it was not, uh, you know, the score was not indicative of how tough it was at times. So, they'll be a good football team, and their coach will, and, uh, you know, we're going to have to have a good plan.
1: Coach, uh, defensive line, I know Marable's been big for you. Will he, he be a, obviously, he's a key factor every week, but in a game like this with, with those offensive weapons and in the tailback position, Marable going to play a big role?
0: Oh yeah, Merrill was always a huge role, and I'm proud of him too. He, you know, that kid was coming off injury in the preseason. Only scrimmage, he scrimmaged in our first scrimmage against Frank, and I did scrimmage in the other two because of a, a, toe, a foot injury. And uh, you know, for him to play as much offense and defense as he did, and you know, when he's in there, I think any coach that uh, you know has played us will tell you he is uh, just borderline unblockable. And uh, so he'll play a huge role because really got some big, big kids up front, and you know, he's a kid you got to account for and. You know, he's just a kid I'm proud of. He's a leader. He's, you know, we voted one of our team captains, the boss Peters. And, uh, you know, I've, I've known that kid since he was in seventh grade. And uh, he's just a blazer. He's just like, Arion. Hey, he's such a great kid. You come to work and you see that kid and it puts a smile on your face. So, uh, he'll be a huge factor for us. And, you know, he's a leader and he's one of our most vocal. You know, he's a quiet kid, but when he has a talk, he talks and the kids listen. So, he's, he's, he's uh, one of the best kind
1: of leaders you can have. Coach, congratulations on the big win at Rockville, 2-0 Smyrna. Welcome in Hillsboro. This week, best of luck to you. Matt Williams, head football coach at Smyrna High School. We appreciate your time. Wish you the best of luck. The Coach's Show is brought to you by Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, who will work with you to to develop a complete tailored strategy to help you achieve your financial goals. That's Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin.
0: If you're a Middle Tennessee Electric customer, you need to visit their website. Here's Amy Butler.